What has caused our delay in getting this episode? I apologize, Celeste. Kryptonite radiation has slowed our progress along with making you and Dallas ill. It has also distorted my voice simulator chip. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been rough. But the 90s acting doesn't help. I'll leave that commentary to you, sir. Opening comms now. Three, two, one. Okay, what is happening here? Where are we? Glix, give us a situation report. Currently, we are on the planet Geekery. Be warned, our impossibility drive may cause distortions oh. as we traverse this land. Impending impossibility engaging in three, oh two, oh one. Comms are now open to Devoted Geeks. Hello, Devoted Geeks, and welcome to episode 59 of Com Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the YouTube show from Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I'm Dallas, and with me is... Celeste! All right. As you listen to this podcast, please interact with us. Send us your thoughts on what we are saying via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us simply by looking up Geek Devotions. Do us a favor and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Comment. Please interact with us and on our social media. All right, cool. So currently we are making our way through the Superman. Making our way downtown. <laughs> Walking around. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're making our way through the Superman district of Planet Geekery. And um, it's been a journey. Our uh, Glix's impossibility drive has uh, glitched, has uh, glitched on us, and so we're not able to travel as quickly as possible. So we're trying to get through it, going sector by sector, and it's been, it's been interesting. Walking, <laughs> roll it. That's the wrong sector. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who didn't know, this all began way back uh, several months ago with our friends at Retro Rewind Pod. Uh, our retro, retro rewind podcast. We did an episode of uh, theirs talking about Superman two episode one sixty six. That was it. And recently, I did one about Superman three. So if you want my views on that and Celeste's views on Superman two, go check out retro rewind pod uh, podcast.com rather and uh, check them out. Fantastic podcast, much better than what we're doing here. You should probably stop listening to this. Go to theirs right now. That being said, I uh, really need to stop sending people other places. <laughs> So, but we, uh, so we've been doing this little journey for a little while and, uh, it's been fun. We've talked about the, the serials, like the, the Batman yeah. serial or not Batman serials, the Superman serials from back in the day. We talked about the, um, what else we talked about? The 1950s cartoon. We talked about the 1960s cartoon. We talked yep. about the 1950s, 60s black and white TV series. Yeah, and these these are the the sectors of the Superman district that we've we've journeyed through, and it's it's been an adventure. It's been an adventure. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about the next four. Yeah, like the next four are a little bit closer to when I grew up, so I have some pretty hardcore nostalgia. Oh yeah, for for the next four <laughs> because I've seen all of them before. Right. Maybe not everything, but. Yeah, right. anyway. Well, let's find before we get to there, let's find out where we are today. Glix, uh, what do you have in store for us today? We are about to continue on to Sector 6 of the Superman District. This is the 1990s Superboy series. To navigate through here, we will need to discuss our likes and dislikes of this series, our opinions of Superman and Lewis Lane, and our thoughts on the execution of this series. Awesome. Let's do this. 
All right. So, uh, like Luke said, we're going to talk about what we like, what we didn't like. Primary reviews on the Superman character and Lois Lane, which... And this one's not Lois Lane? It gets interesting in this one. So, we'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Celeste, we'll start off. What did you like about this series? This 1990s Superboy series what's it's super early 90s it is super like baby are you, 90s are you making like a superman joke by saying superman no i'm trying, to, trying to excuse accentuate. it <laughs> <laughs> talk about what you like trying to excuse like. it um i liked some of the humor because it was the classic 90s humor if that makes sense I think I know what you're talking about, but watch. Can you define it a little better? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it, it's like it's, that that overstating. Yes, it's like the over dramatic. Yeah. Like people think that I'm just this. I'm over dramatic just because. No, it's it's I'm a '90s kid. This is what we do, right? Yeah, like <laughs> like watching it, it, it hits that nostalgic feel to us. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, it felt like um like I kept waiting for Zach Morrison to come in. Yes. You know what like, I'm saying? Or the the people in the red swimsuits. The red swimsuits? What was what show was that? They'd run. Baywatch. Yeah. What? <laughs> What's happening here? This is a Christian podcast. <laughs> it came on right after something I was allowed to watch, okay? I know that's all I know about the show. <laughs> so but legitimately it, it, I mean it's it's that level. It's that that's where we're at in this in this uh series. It's it's completely '90s, much like how the um, the new adventures of Superman, which we just covered um, in our in our podcast, uh, captured the '60s. This captures oh yeah the '90s, like the hair, the, the, the clothing, clothes, like the bad music. Like I was so relating to my girl's <laughs> hair because not only was that the style that everybody wanted. But nobody could get unless you had one of those stupid crimpers and a hair that actually worked in the crimpers. But it was like perfect. I'm also going, you've lost pens in that hair. I relate yes. to this. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> I lost pennies, not right. pens. All right. So I, I think that's one thing we could talk about that we, we both enjoyed was the nostalgia feel of it. Yes. There was there was a level of like, wow, this is this is quite interesting. You know, it's Again, it, I kept waiting for Zach Morrison to pop up. And if you don't know who that is... You're too young. You're too young. Or maybe you're too old. I don't yeah, know. That's true. There's... There's an no, age group. Well, I, I feel know. like... So Zach Morrison, he was like one of the main characters from Saved by the Bell from the 90s. Yeah. And... Um, if you don't know who Mr. Feeney is, you're too young. <laughs> so, but with this, though, with that fill the 90s, there was a level of... It was this awkward transition period mm -hmm. you had in that time frame where, like, they're being edgy, but they're not being edgy at the same time. And they always felt like they were, like, they're, like, you almost expect them to go, like, like, and this is the lesson of the day, children, type of thing throughout the entire t time. Like that episode of Sonic the Hedgehog we watched. <laughs> like that episode of Sonic the Hedgehog we watched. Speaking of 90s nostalgia. So, um, that being said... It is one of those things you have to pull yourself out of today's context. Put yourself in 90s TV land when looking at it. 
And so I'm trying to think like the acting. Well, mm. I'm trying to think of it. This is a hard thing because I feel like I, I want to be positive, but it has been rough to watch. I think the fact that my favorite episode was the last one we watched. Right. Well, let's let's go ahead and jump into some of the like that's the, the that's what I'm basing a I mean, lot of my goodness on. I didn't hate the series. Oh no, it wasn't terrible. No, but like there was there were these awkward moments. Like let's let's, let's get into that what you just alluded to the, the mm. last episode we watched. Again, we we didn't watch the entire series. We watched five episodes. Uh, six. We watched six episodes. It was a struggle. In the last episode we watched, we're watching it and we're like, something's off. People don't know who Superman is now. Throughout the entire series, no Superboy, Superboy, and we need to do that. This is Kal El, yeah. This is well, who we know as Superman, but in this time frame in the nineties, like it's Superboy. They call him Superboy because he's young. He's like what college? Yeah, freshman like, college. Yeah, so he's, he's like he's like barely eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a reporter for their their college newspaper. Uh, his best friend is perry white's child yeah was his child or his nephew i never got that. his son son okay and so perry white and then we have lana lane not lois lane lana lane which of course is it's interesting she's a she is a character that's in the series she's in several series um and she was in the third superman she was in the third superman you're absolutely right so um a lot of differences he was younger but you're like it starts off the first episode and it's like he's friends with all these people there's this guy rolling up clark seems to have a relationship with a young lady kind of her dad is some to-do guy and all of a sudden they're trying to blow up the dude's car no no no. that was the second episode the The first episode was the the one with the the plane yes you're right the plane the plane So you're absolutely right. There was one with the plane where the like the this plane was coming in for a landing. It had issues, and Superman had to go save the plane. He had to go up there catch it, and everyone knew who he was for the most part. And they were chill with it. They were chill with it. like there's some people like who are you? Like well, I'm Superboy. And everyone, for the most part, people in the scene outside people who were flew literally flying in from another nation understood who Superboy was. We even see later he lands on a. On a battleship. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, it's Superboy. And they're, they're Like cool. the military knows who Superboy is. Right. And then we get to... Episode six. Right. What happens? It's a whole new world. It's like somebody... It's new world. I was hoping you'd do that. Um, it's like somebody hit them with a bizarro stick and they all forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I almost made him spew water, guys. I almost made a spew water. <laughs> I was not expecting a bizarro stick to be swung. Apparently that makes Dallas spew water. Blakes, you might want to clean that up. Dallas, do try to keep liquids away from my console. Thanks, Blakes. Appreciate that. Alright, so Celeste, you're saying bizarro stick was swung. <laughs> and everybody forgot who Superman was. Mm-hmm. Superboy was. They didn't know. They didn't know who this person was in tights. Like, everyone was having the normal reaction of, what the heck? So. <laughs> like, they were all genuinely surprised. Yeah, they're like, who? What is that? Why is it coming at me? Right. And you, for, for the first time, you have context of, like, this is a young Superboy who's never been seen before. Mm-hmm. Because he hasn't. 
As it turns out, whenever this series first aired, they aired it out of order. Much like another show we all love. <laughs> sniffle, sniffle. Stay shiny, guys. <laughs> so, but they, they aired, it aired out of order. And so, and I'm not really sure why. Like, you and I were talking about it. Like, this episode, this first episode, gave context to what was happening. It gave us action. Yeah. Some drama. Like, this, like, right out of the gate, we're dealing with, like, heavy stuff. We're talking about, you know, the consequences of nuclear war. We're dealing with life and death. There's con... I mean, there's... I mean, this is a... This is a heavy episode. And it establishes a base for what's happening. Mm -hmm. We introduce characters and properly and then it's for whatever reason they scrap it and they put it in the middle of a series after we have all this stuff established. yeah well and it makes the first episode make so much more sense because what they were doing was character building mm-hmm. but to us it just looked like they were character building and we don't know who anybody is yeah they, the gym expected you just to know who everyone was right off the bat with the way the series plays out and again we're watching this on the DC Universe app. And at first I thought, did the app screw up? Yeah. Remember, you and I talked about that. We, you know, a while back, Celeste and I had bought the Farscape uh, box set. and he, uh, Yes, Pater, we watched Farscape. Farscape! Farscape! If Pater responds to us... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to flip out. I really will. <laughs> but anyways, uh, and then we're, we're watching some of it on the, blue, on the DVDs. And then we were also watching some of it on Netflix. Yeah. And then we realized, I forget which one it is now, one of them had them completely out of order. One was actual order of how the storyline goes. The other one was the release. It was Netflix. Netflix is bad about that Mm -hmm. because right about the same time as the time I also realized a show I was watching uh, called Crossing Jordan was also severely out of order. Like I started the series finale. Mm -hmm. In the middle of season one. And so it was, but it legitimately was aired incorrectly. Right. And so it's it was frustrating, to say the least. So as far as the execution and everything, it was rough. Yeah. And again, we had to make allowances. This is the 90s. Yes. I mean, but, and I'm trying to remember. I'm thinking back. I feel like in the 90s was when they were really... Really making some major changes to green screen technology. Because mm-hmm. I remember, I remember clear as day watching major um, news outlets and the weathermen doing stuff and it being all kinds of wonky. At oh, yeah. And so now that said, this is a, you know, this is a TV series. It was a major, it went on for four seasons. Somebody liked this series. So my question is though what channel did it premiere on because you know you have the channels that like they're backed by some pretty good money Mm -hmm. and then you have the channels that are just like local channels which i love the local channels they do great things Mm -hmm. but they tend to have shows that the quality is not as great and Mm -hmm. so you go in knowing okay i'm watching this on this channel so it's not going to be as great if it was one of the major ones mm-hmm. it's like you don't go to pbs expecting abc right you know you go to pbs expect expecting bbc so i looked it up real quick it was um it looks like it was done by cbs if i'm reading this correctly really mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so, and and it had input like the some of the the producers of it were the the guys who did the original Superman movies. You would think that it would because it it really kind of like I I almost expected you to come back and say this was on the frog. <laughs> It is, it's strange. I don't know. Because there were moments where like the green screen was bad or the CGI was bad. But again, 90s yeah. CGI, you know, there was a scene where he flies through a window and then there's you know, this <laughs> awkward like, all of a sudden there's like this explosion of glass. The really well, you could tell like, okay, that wasn't there, guys. And so it was awkward all the way through. But at the same time, if I can say this, mm-hmm. even though it was awkward, there was something strangely charming about it. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out if it's that because the way it was done or if it's the nostalgia train. I think it may be a mixture of both because it, you know, we, we had a hard time getting through the episodes, mm-hmm. even with the nostalgia train. It was it was kind of rough because we were like, eh, we really don't want to watch this. We want to watch something else. Mm-hmm. We need to watch episodes of this so we can do a podcast but it was you know they're they're coming out with all this cool stuff on dc app and so we see that and then go nope we're gonna watch super white um but (laughs) so but i think that the reason that it is so charming is is the same reason that people still love the original superman movies yeah is because it had that air of well, this is, you know, truth, justice, and the American way. Mm-hmm. And he even says that in episode six. In episode six <laughs> slash one. Now, that being said, like, there were there were certain core values that he brought had out. Like, even though they're, like, they're trying to be edgy. Yeah. Like, there was the one episode with uh, the mob boss's daughter. And she's being, like, the, the, the typical, like, I'm going to buck the system. I don't care what my daddy's doing. And she's like, I'm inviting my boyfriend back to the hotel room. And so she's trying to, like, lure Clark back into her hotel and he's standing at her door and she's like come on in we're gonna have a good time and he's like um good night yeah like awkward hug and kiss and deuces and he walks out of the room holding to a standard of morality yeah i mean to be honest if this was done today we would have gotten a, a 30 second sex scene yeah. Right there of them just like making out and ripping clothes off. Yeah. And so there is a level of wholesomeness to it. Again, this is the 90s. Yeah. And it's early 90s. Early 90s. And so I appreciated that. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I don't know if I'm becoming, if it's, I'm just tired of seeing it all the time. Like it's just all the time we see like, hey, here's a show that kids are watching. Why, yeah. why is this happening? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's shoved down, like the fact that we have so many kids nowadays that they think now because of what they what has been produced in the media, this is normal relationships with people. Yeah. The, when the, it ain't. <laughs> well, and the fact that medically things are having to be checked on children mm-hmm. that used to, it was 16, 17 year olds. Exactly. So it's it's awkward to think about what's happening today. And while the scene is awkward with with him, it kept to the mindset that Clark is kind of an awkward, wholesome individual. Oh, he is very awkward. And I appreciated that. Yeah. And then at the same time, you had these like really interesting story. Like there was the, the storyline about the uh, the uh, the man that lives in the junkyard. Like, oh yeah. Like again, it was a it was a brief 20, 23 minute 
episode. But it was interesting because you had this uh, Holocaust survivor who was a brilliant scientist holed up in a junkyard that he booby trapped. He missed he miss uh, he mistakes Lana for being his like his daughter or granddaughter. I think it's his daughter yeah. that he thought that that's right, that's she right. was. And he's having like this mental breakdown. And he thinks everyone's out to get him. He thinks that that Superboy is a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Because in that era that that's that's who you feared. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, not not in the 90s, but in yeah. where his mind was. That sure. was who was to be feared. And he was trying to prevent them from yeah. going back to a concentration camp. Exactly. And so you had this like really intense conflict in the scene and conversation and really brought home the you know hey these people are these are still here and and they're still dealing with life and dealing with struggles and we think about this is 1990 this is only 50 years Mm -hmm. after the end of world war ii i mean it's still to for some people fresh and so i think it's good for some maybe the younger audience who are watching at the time and they're going wow that's intense and then grandpa is like well that's it's real life for me yeah well, that's real life for some people that's dealing with this stuff right now. You know, people don't remember how close that was. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. you know, how it's not as far off as the history books make it seem. Exactly. And so I appreciate that scene. Yeah, they were right. definitely dealing with issues mm-hmm. with real world things. You know, you had the, the episode about the nuclear bomb. Mm. You had that episode. Mm-hmm. You had an episode with a gangster. Yeah. Which, in my understanding, in California was a pretty big deal at the time. Hmm. So, I mean, they're they're handling things that were going on in the world, but handling it through Superboy, who mm-hmm. is this awkward, moral, wholesome. wholesome kid. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I appreciated her for that. Yeah. So, all right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick little break, and then when we come back from the break, we're going to break down our conversation about what do we think of the Superboy and of uh, the lowest character? And then uh, our final rating on the film. And uh, that's how it's going to work. So catch you guys after this break. Welcome to Victims and Villains. This is the channel where we talk nerd, we talk hope, and we speak nothing else. I'm your host, Captain Nostalgia, and I'm so glad that you're here to join us. Victims and Villains is a podcast and YouTube channel that marries pop culture and suicide prevention, producing content with the intent to let people know that there is hope and that there is a better way and that each and every listener has value and worth. Listen to Victims and Villains on your favorite podcast catcher or on YouTube by searching for Victims and Villains. Also, check out their website, victimsandvillains.net. So Celeste, what did you think of this Superboy? Um, I think he made a really good Superman. Hmm. Like he, they. Now, before you get in, say that, we do have to specify there are two actors that played Superboy in the series. Yes, we are only dealing with the first actor who played Superboy uh, in the very first season. Who he got changed out after the first season. Yes, and his name is John Newton. That's the guy who played uh, Superboy in this series. Um, 
to be honest, he, I, I, he hasn't done a ton that I've Mm-mm. been familiar with at all. Didn't we figure out that the biggest character was was the guy who was trying to steal the ray gun? Yeah. Like, yeah. that was the biggest actor the in the player. whole first six episodes? <laughs> yeah. Now, he did voice Superman in a couple of, of Superman classic shorts, which I'm really interested to track those down. Mm-hmm. And but really, I mean, he's done some horror films. Um, he was in Desperate Housewives for a couple episodes. Oh dear. Yeah, he just hasn't really done a ton that was really big, to yeah. be honest. So now so. don't now when I say that he did a good job of playing Superman, don't get me wrong, the acting was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but he played. But he played the awkward. Well, I think he was legitimately awkward and it just so happened it fit the character. It's um, like, I almost expect that in the casting call, he walked in and knocked something over. Oh, sorry. And they're like, yes, you. Perfect. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does work. The awkwardness does fit to the Clark Kent character. Yes. So you think his awkwardness made him a good Superman? I think his awkwardness made him a good Clark. Ah. Uh. But Superman, of course, again, he's a teenager or a young, young man, Superboy. Is he is he good at being Superman? He really wasn't Superboy long enough. Like it was all very quick. He would change into the suit and pop in a Mentos and blow everything out and chill all the fire. And then he was back to being Clark. Like, right. they didn't give us an exceptional exposure to mm-hmm. Superman or Superboy, True. whichever one you want to call him. True. There was not a lot dealing with that side. There was more dealing with Clark. Mm-hmm. Clark on a date. Clark trying to find a phone booth. <laughs> Clark realizing that there's a girl in front of him and he cannot take off his shirt <laughs> and put on the Superman costume. Right. What was weird is that was all, again, that goes back to that was all episode six. That was really my favorite episode of the six we watched. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to have to agree with you. As a Clark, he's an okay character. He's an okay actor as a Clark. As a Superman, I just wasn't feeling it. Some of it was the scripting. Again, we didn't see him a lot. We didn't see him really perform as Superman or they, Superboy as it is. They used that breath power so much. So every episode he was using his breath. And I'm trying to remember if in the comics it was that prevalent. I don't know. But I know we, a few of our, our viewers are avid Superman uh, readers. And I'm curious if they could respond back to us let us know. Please respond. Like, was that a thing in the early 90s? Like, his just... Him using a super breath all the time. Lungs of steel. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, as ranking goes, he's not the worst, but he's not good. Mm-mm. Like at all. Mm-mm. No. And again, some of the the awkwardness of the scripting. I, I'm having a hard time distinguishing between him as an actor and him as the character oh, in the script. But the. You can't really separate it Mm -hmm. because that's how they wrote their Superman. Mm -hmm. That is what they did. That's how they wrote it. That's how they wanted to portray it. They did not want to focus on Superboy. They wanted to focus on Clark going to college and dealing with all of these things while also being Kryptonian. Right. 
So, which obviously other people have that issue because, I mean, they changed them out. Yeah. And we, we saw a couple clips from season two. And I will say that the newer Superman, he was less babyface. I'll give you that. He the this Superboy seemed more. I'm here as Superman. People just have to call me Superboy. Yeah, type of thing. That freshman fifteen though. <laughs> All right. So now, normally this is the part now where we talk about the lowest character, and is this a good lowest? However, in at least in the first bit that we've watched, we don't get introduced to Lois, which. We'll run into that issue later with uh, Lois and Clark. Not Lois and Clark. Uh, Smallville. Smallville. Because it's not until like the last seasons. Yeah. And so um, we're going to bend some rules here and talk about the love interest then. Is what do we think of Lana Lang? That hair though. That hair. Besides her hair, what did you think of her as a character, as an individual? I mean, she wasn't She's terrible. She's more than her hair, Celeste. That hair takes up a lot of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 90s people and her hair was curly. Um, yeah, she was, like, I liked her character. She was a good character. She made the good, like, run into the fight. I'm going to fight the bad guy. I'm not going to go down without kicking and screaming. But did a good job of, like, not being being uh raw like i don't know how to explain that like feminist angry feminist yeah basically she's not angry feminist but she knows how to take care of herself now she was kind of take charge the 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 first episode she was kind of annoying yeah like she's like we're fighting the bomb and like and she got she got pulled into it way too quickly I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. the the she was well, a little should have been the first episode, but episode six. She was a little naive, mm-hmm. but that's kind of to be expected because if that was the first episode, then they were freshmen mm-hmm. and hadn't been there for very long. Exactly. So I thought you were talking about the other first episode where she was all jealous, mm-hmm. and she was very annoying in that. But it was because jealousy is annoying to watch yeah, it's like that. suck it up mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of kind of off go state your feelings or mm-hmm. or don't but she wasn't a bad bad character she was yeah. strong she was fairly independent uh, she's kind of annoying at times like the episode where she um, wanted somebody to come hang with her yeah and the, which ironically is the one that i like the most because of of the depth of the conversation with the holocaust survivor right the the first 10 minutes of it the first act i'm really annoyed with her because she's like a spoiled brat. And she's like, come hang out with me. She, she takes Clark's hot dog and she's just like, you know, we're going to do this instead. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was going to eat that. Right. So she was annoying in the first, but then like when you see her interact with the, the gentleman, it, she blossomed as a character in that moment. Yeah. And as an actress, she did really well because she went from being annoying to being understanding. Mm-hmm. Now, again, all of this with the mindset of this was 90s acting. Exactly. And at the same time, like, it'd be like you had like, oh, that's a good character. Oh, that's trash. That's a good character. Oh, that's trash. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, like, if you go back to the 90s, uh, just because it's, it's prevalent for me, is um, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. And you had... Um, Oh, what was her name? The 
I didn't, forgot the character's name. I didn't watch that one as much. I know she was the she was the one that was like just kind of the angry feminist for nineties. Women angry feminists in the nineties were different from they are today. That's true. But she was a character from the nineties who um, um, she had big hair. She was always athletic and running stuff. She wasn't the cheerleader that Zach Morrison was always interested in. It was she was the, the dark haired one that was with the guy that mm-hmm. was the Latino. Mm-hmm. She was tall. I think I had a Barbie that was her. Really? Yeah. I could be wrong. <laughs> I had a lot of Barbies as a kid. Right. From shows I didn't watch. Oh, yeah? Well, you know. It's like the reason I remember Baywatch's, what the swimsuits look like, mm-hmm. is because I had a Barbie that was a one-piece Baywatch suit. <laughs> Jesse Sapano. That's who the ca- actor character was. But she had these moments where you're like, like, she's a horrible, like, you're like, wow, you're just really annoying. But then she had these growth moments. You're like, wow, there's growth here. Yeah. You know, there's something good. Or even like Zach Moore, like the most infamous, the one that everyone remembers from that series was um, uh, Jesse was taking basically um, sugar pill, like stuff to keep her from falling asleep because she was studying and she was stressed. And so she was taking pills that kept her awake and kept her going. And she became, this was their drug episode, right? Right. And so you had Zach Morris and he's, you know, he's Zach Morris. He's an idiot, but he's the cool idiot, you know? <laughs> and, um, and, but he's the one that's there for Jesse. He's like, you got to pull out of this. We're going to make it through this. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, there, you had these great character moments and in the next episode, he's trying to skip school and be an idiot again. You're like, what's going didn't, on? Didn't you just learn from that? Right. And I feel like that was a, a trope in 90s TV shows that this suffers from. It's almost and like... specifically her. It's almost Lana. like the act, the writers didn't want people to lose interest in the fun characters. Mm-hmm. Like, she was supposed to be the fun person. She was supposed to be the, the girl who was all chill and cool and, and what have you, because Clark was not. Mm-hmm. Um, and neither was Perry White's son. But... Uh, you know, she was supposed to be the popular one. And so they were scared to show too much growth. Mm-hmm. Like they do it, but then she'd go back to being cool and, mm-hmm. and whatever. That's kind of the, the trope, what the trope feels yeah, like. Exactly. All right. So let's, let's, let's land this plane's list. Is this a series to recommend to people? You got this person that maybe they've gotten DC universe, um, for the first time and they're big Superman fans are like, I want to watch Superman. What do you recommend for me to watch? Or maybe they're just a person that they're getting into Superman and they're like, you know what? I saw Man of Steel. It was cool. I liked it. Saw Batman v Superman. I didn't like it, but then I watched the extended edition and it was so much better. That's spoilers for a lighter podcast. Oh my gosh. And so all these things, right? And they're like, hey, Celeste, what can you recommend? recommend for me what superman series can you recommend for me to watch can you in good conscience recommend superboy from the 1990s no oh, okay well you're here first <laughs> i w- well i wouldn't it's not it's an entertaining show mm-hmm. and if you're feeling the nostalgia train for the 90s mm-hmm. yeah go ahead and watch it but it's not it's not quintessential superman mm. it's not necessary it's not groundbreaking for you to watch it now to be able to 
understand what's going on with Superman. Like, it's not even on the top list of ones to yeah, recommend. It's less. This is a series, though, that has run four seasons long. Now, granted, we haven't seen four seasons. Does the fact that this one out four seasons... All right. Theoretically, somebody said, "Hey, season one, we can do better. Let's let's buy season two. They bought season two. They did it out. They're like, you know what? We can do this again. Let's do season three. And so they did season three, and they're like, let's buy out season four. And then they're like, wow, we're 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 out of ideas. All right. So <laughs> dear God, what so we, is we that season four. The fact that it got bought up three times doesn't that does that change your mindset a little bit? No. Really? Like, I I don't even necessarily want to go and watch the rest of the season. Mm. Like, just the clip we watched of the other Superboy, mm-hmm. not feeling it. Mm. So, now, maybe it would be worth watching if, like, I randomly got in the mood to watch something from the 90s. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be my first go-to for anything Superman. Right. Okay. Well... I'm probably going to be in a very similar camp to you in this. Oh, good. It's hard to get through. It is. It's real hard to get through that. Even with the nostalgia, it's hard. That being said, you know, when we watched it as a background piece, it was enjoyable yeah. at times. We had those moments. We talked about those moments. There was some death in those moments. I think that if you are... Ride the nostalgia train for something nineties, and you can't get saved by the bell or Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Boy Meets World, or any of those things. Put on Superboy. I, yeah, put it on the background. You know, do some cooking while it's going on. It's like like watching it the entire time. I feel like I'm transported back to nineteen ninety two. I'm in the living room playing some games, like like playing with my toys. Doing a little bit of homework on the side. Mom's cooking something in the kitchen. I'm waiting for my my, my stepdad to get home. The Mara's doing something. Like I'm I'm back there. I'm there. I'm locked in. Back in the nineties. But I don't think it's enough to hold me today mm-hmm. to go back and watch it. And I can't go, hey, you've never seen this before. You have to watch it. I'm not excited to me to watch this. Well, and especially considering that it is now 2019, we have a whole generation of people who don't remember the nineties. Mm-hmm. Like, so they're not, they don't have the nostalgia train that we have. Mm-hmm. They're not going to look at that and go, Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. so the nineties. I feel like I'm a child. Mm-hmm. No, they're going to go, what is this? Yeah. Like in and some people say, well, that's because it's just old. You can make the case for anything, but we've had things that we talked about that were like everyone should watch this. Yeah, nineteen fifties super uh, Superman cartoons. Absolutely, like the at least the first half episodes. I think everyone who says that they are a Superman fan has those. Mm-hmm. If you're new to Superman, I think you should check them out because they're interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of depth to it. It's beautifully done. And it gives you a good concept of who Superman is. Exactly. Um, and so, obviously, Superman 1 and 2, highly recommend to people watching. Yeah. You know? Um, Don't do 3 and 4. <laughs> the, the other Superman films, well, you're going to hear our reviews 
later. Yeah. But I can honestly say this has not aged well. No. This is, the acting is, I don't know how they made it past the first season. Subpar <laughs> is the wording I would choose. It just, it was rough all the way. So, I mean, unless you you are just riding an, a, a nostalgia train and you're like, I want to watch something else other than Saved by the Bell, go watch this. I'm not even a fan of Saved by the Bell. Let me put that right. out there. I didn't like Saved by the Bell. I liked Boy Meets World better. <laughs> so... Yeah, so that's that's our thoughts here at Geek Devotions and uh, at ComTalk. We've we've made it through the Superman District, our sector sector of Superboy, and thank uh, God. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're happy to be done with it. This is twice in a row we've not cared for the Superman. Mm-hmm. So all that being said, Glicks. What is our next sector? Our next sector will be 1993's Lois and Clark. The New Adventures of Superman. Okay, well, that sounds fun. I'm actually pretty excited about this one. Yeah. I have some serious nostalgia. You do have some serious nostalgia about this one. Like VHS nostalgia. Well, also with this one, though, we have a special guest. Yes. That uh, has been on our show once before. Once before. On our podcast. And what did you guys talk about? We talked about Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And now you guys are talking about about Superman. Except you're going to be in the conversation too. I'll be in the cut this time. I'm I'm excited about being in this time. Although it's going to be interesting <laughs> how this plays out. We're going to have to give him the loud mic. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, hey guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. You know, check all this stuff out. Do us a favor. Um, we we want to say thank you to all of you devoted Patreon geeks out there. Thank you. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Literally, this particular series that we're doing right now would not be possible without you, without your support, without your, uh, your literally your financial support. You guys made it so that we could do all these Superman things, and we appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying this type of content we're putting out. And um, Celeste and I are on the road to creating some stuff so that we're we're a lot more regular with this. Uh, we got a there's a potentiality of of this being coming part of a of a, a greater network uh potentially down the road um and at the same time uh, we we are doing this we don't just want to do this just to do it once you guys have some value out of it so we want to hear from you let us know message us like like our friend dale who oh, is I love amazing, it when dale talks to us amazing devoted geek he's been with us since the beginning the he, beginning. He just went back and listened to one of our podcasts on YouTube, which by the way, you can find these on YouTube. And he left a whole comment, like a huge comment, just talking, breaking everything down. It was awesome. It was great. The we th- want you guys to communicate with us. The thing I like about Dale's comments is you can tell he has listened to the whole thing. And it's almost like he's writing the comment as he's listening. And so he's like, it's like moment by moment and he's picking topics and what he thinks about it. And it's really well thought out. Now, we're, we're okay with just a, hey, I liked this. But, you know, if you have deeper thoughts, share them. <laughs> Not deep thought. Because <laughs> deep thought is 42. Yes. So, but yeah, so um, let us know your thoughts on this. Also, guys, do us a favor. Uh, right now. We're in the middle of a series on YouTube called Gotham City Gospel. Gotham City Gospel. And our friends from the Healing Place School of Ministry, they've taken over the channel. We got the opportunity to walk them through what Geek Devotions is and how we do it and 
and we exposed them to some geekery, and uh, some of them were very uncomfortable with it. Uh, and you're going to actually hear them like they'll, they'll say like I just wasn't sure about this <laughs> in some of their stuff, but uh, I'm proud of them because you know they put some work into it, and so they've created some devotions for you guys and some extra Tuesdays. Yes. And so those are coming out. We just had this past week come out. Um, the first one dealing with the Court of Owls. Yes. The first one of them. The mm. the Gotham City Gospel started all at the beginning yeah, of yeah. May. But we had to we, we did we, we were bookending them. <laughs> so that being said, we had originally said that we were going to have a podcast with them and yes. we'd said that on podcast. We did say that. We, I need to apologize because just because of the way things worked out, we weren't able to do that at all <laughs> so they will not be making an appearance on the podcast right. it's just us and my dad and other people and other people some of our devoted patreon geeks might be joining us later dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for taking the time to listen to calm talk today if you have loved this episode head on over to itunes or apple podcast to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. So until next Sunday, not the next Sunday, but the next Sunday, stay devoted. Peace and love.